is now um nullified i mean i did that's crossed my mind jj you have a boyfriend i have a boyfriend it's development since the last time we recorded and let me say this with all sincerity Uh-oh. i'm so happy for you Bitch. i am happy for you i know <laughs> I, I mean i i mean i did think you know oh, i'm on a show called dying alone together <laughs> but we're also actively like we do the swiping thing with an open mind and we talk right. about dating life as right. it it's all fine of course but anyway yeah so, so that you're happened fired <laughs> <laughs> there's the goddamn door you the, the one thing we asked you to not do <laughs> Uh-huh. The one thing I ask for you is to be lonely and miserable. <laughs> you cannot do that. You need to get out. This is a commissary um, podcast. I don't know what you think you're doing. Do I know this person? No. No. no he's new out of the woodwork. I introduced him to my whole group of friends. And uh, it was, I like brought, we, there was a bar hopping night that like uh, mm-hmm. my friend curated. And I brought him and introduced him as my boyfriend to a bunch of people who didn't even know he existed. And they, a wow. couple of them were like, you bitch, I've got a cell phone. Why don't you tell me about your life sometime? And it was like... It's because it's been super fast. And so it's defying my expectations for myself and what I thought was a rational way to kind of Uh enter a relationship in a number of ways. Also, as I'm talking about it, Uh I've made the decision to like let myself say whatever I want to say about it. I talked to him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I like privacy and I Uh think there's, you know, a lot to be gained from, from privacy. Yeah. It's underrated sometimes. But... I think also, like... I'm sorry, did you not just pose naked at the LGBTQ center? <laughs> True, I did, okay. I did. Just want to Private, clarify. you know, yeah. Like, physically, I'm just, it's just a meat suit I'm wearing. But, um, <laughs> like, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking in retrospect, like, could there be a, a reason to regret being super transparent about anything? And I don't know. I don't think I care yet. No. I'll cross that bridge Just make sure you later. talk to him. Yeah, of course. And he he's super down. Also pretty uh, transparent, open book kind of personality. All right. Tell us about it. I met him at Flaming Saddles. I met him out in the wild. Um, in the wild. Yeah. I went and saw To Kill a Mockingbird with a friend. And then we went and grabbed a drink afterwards. And so we just walked a couple blocks over to Flaming Saddles and this cute boy strolled up and said, hey, and it was totally a hookup for the first night. And then it was mm. a hookup where, oh, the first snowstorm happened. Oh, mm. and I gave him COVID. Fully gave him COVID. Um, so Oh, and chlamydia. Oh. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we're oh, actually, we're waiting on the test results right now as we speak. Um, no, but like, uh, yeah. And I had uh, the birth, I had my birthday while I was in shutdown for mm. COVID or mm. on my isolation or whatever. And then as soon as that was lifted, we had a snowstorm and he was like, hey, do you want to come over and hang out for the snowstorm? JJ. Uh-oh. I've talked about him. We've recorded. Yeah. We've recorded twice. Yeah. Have you mentioned this person ever? I have. Oh, which, <laughs> which one is this? <laughs> I don't know. Play the tapes. Maybe I'll play the tapes. Maybe I'll let it be ambiguous and let you know oh, all I'll the story. Yeah, yeah. I'll there could be some some Scooby Doo mystery going on there, mm. but I have. It was Mr. Jenkins the whole time. <laughs> I've referenced him a couple times, and it developed. Huh. It's crazy. Careful, listeners. 
all three of you, go through the tapes Uh-oh. and figure out who this person is. I don't have time to go back and listen to old episodes. Yeah. But, uh, huh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's rad. Okay, so went out to a show, went to Flaming Saddles. Went home. With full them. of COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, and, my God. That's the other thing. I was at a goddamn play and then a bar mm-hmm. and then I found out I had COVID. So I'm sorry, New York City. It's Did you me. Get it? Maybe you got it there. It's possible. All of it's possible. Yeah. This was a few months ago. Well, no, I think ago. I tested positive like a day or two after the event. Like I was testing regularly and living my life as normal. And then like a day after. I don't think I can test a day after an event. I think I had it at the, at the theater and at the right. bar. Right. You got it maybe a day before. Right. Two days before. Okay. Anyway. So met, hook up, and then how did the hook up transition? Um, so I did the thing where I blasted a text message to everyone of like, Hey, if I hung out with you, I have COVID now. And I hung out with him. Mm -hmm. And so I texted him and you know, it was kind of due diligence that you do for like a hookup. It wasn't really like, right. At this point, I didn't know that he was cool as hell. And I was just like, Hey, sorry about it. Just figured out I have COVID. Mm Um, uh, yeah. And he's like, Oh no, it's fine. It's fine. I'm going to test and isolate and also, uh, down to hang out more if you want to. Oh. And I was like, yeah, of course. Like there wasn't like a, there wasn't a no, you know, mm. there wasn't a reason to kind of like discontinue anything. Interesting. And uh, then the snowstorm happened and, you know, we had like, you know, I don't know, like I think 10 inches of snow or whatever. It was some, like one of those crazy ones earlier. And I went and got my 10 inches. Ah, I, knew <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I know. Like his, like his invite was like hot toddies in my place. I'm like, hell yeah. A snow day with just like, you know, drinks and, and warm drinks. Anyway, it was great. Spent like the entire day, slept over. And then just, uh, he defies so many of my expectations for, like if you had told me a month ago that it would be someone younger than me, Mm. I know. Um, not by a lot. Wait, younger than you making hot toddies? He's younger than me by th- three months. Oh, he's your Or two age. months. So yeah, he's, he's my age. age. He's, he's my age. age. But, like, you know, by a margin, the last couple guys I've dated have been, like, six or seven years older I than you were going to say 60, 70. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be, like, 60, 70. I mean, <laughs> obviously my dating pool mm. is specific. Mm-hmm. No, but, yeah, so he defied that and also the quickness of it. Like, I kind of always thought, like, you know, it would be a person that I've known for a minute and kind of could imagine longevity because longevity already exists. Right. But uh, no, I don't know. It's sort of like, hey, you're down to take a risk and just kind of ex- do the exciting thing. And we both are, like, on the same page about all of it, and it's eerie. Like, I've never felt so on the same page with someone of, like, yeah, yeah, let's fucking try this. Also, you're great. And, like, there's just a lot of kismet kind of um, sense of humor, music. A lot of it is sometimes I'm like, oh, is this too similar? Because we, like, well, no, we have figured out some, like, cultural touching stones that we don't share. Okay. But, like, um, I, like, he doesn't know Skeleton Twins. That's in my top five movies. Oh, Kristen Wiig and Bill Hader. I met someone who hates that movie. I don't understand anyone who could hate that movie. Same. I love that film. Um, but anyway, yeah. Like, that is what I bring up to say we've disagreed. Like, we've had... Like, yeah, our first fight was the fact that he hasn't seen Skeleton Twins. And, of course, it's new. And he has to be my Valentine first and then has to be the boyfriend. And it's very... Um, first boyfriend in seven years. Wow. So it's, you know, and I'm wearing his sweater and his beanie right now. That's what I was like, this is new clothes because most of your new clothes are mine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I like to reuse. <laughs> you do. <laughs> JJ, when JJ comes over to watch Max, I, I mm-hmm. usually have a, a, a 
donation bin of clothes to, to get rid of because I've lost weight uh, and he likes to wear baggy things. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, do you want any of this? I'm, like, yeah. I'm I think the last couple podcasts you've been, you were wearing some of I was like, I know that shirt. I kind of recognize that uh, like 80, 90% of my wardrobe is stuff that I've either got at a thrift store is pretty old and I probably should retire or right. things that I've been gifted because I'm not interested in buying new clothes. Well, you're a positive person with a lot of goodwill. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Sponsored by. Please. Thank you. That's right. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. I don't know. What Does else he to say. live near you? Yeah. Okay. Brooklyn. That's nice. Yeah. So same borough. Um, yeah. And my friends, I I, I kind of baptism by fire, threw him to the wolves, and introduced him to the boys. Wow. And I've met some of his friends, and it's. Do big. they all agree that he's good at sex? Yeah. Because that's, that's that's your friend circle. When yes. baptism by fire means the group Bukaki. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. not going to It will be... Yeah, nah. oh, <laughs> ah! No, don't you fucking dare. So oh I'm sorry. God. I'm sorry. He, you, you introduced him to your friends via orgy. Mm. Mm. I wish you could see the expression on JJ's face. The answer to that question is yes. Uh, it's Man, been, I don't I'm understand you, it's the youths. as hell. It's amazing. I don't understand the youths. I don't understand it entirely either, but I was like, go nuts, boy, and I'm down. And it was just fun. Damn it. I'm saying it all. I feel like you I'm are. being very revealing We're right now. We're going to have to cut pieces of this. I'm naked and, and Get... <laughs> screaming out loud. This is... like Anna and a lick, 2 so, a.m. It's so... That's interesting to me because I don't know why that... Fr- it Like, it actually frightens me. Sure. Like, the idea of... Meeting someone, here's where my brain goes, and it's mm-hmm. probably it, it's all within me. This is no judgment on you, JJ. Live your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if I met someone that I started caring about, and we entered a relationship, and then I brought around a group of my friends, and then it all turned into sort of this group sex thing, my brain would immediately go, "He's looking for better options. He's checking them out okay. to see if there's something better than me." Mm-hmm. That's where that's what my brain. That's the story I would tell myself. Sure, and it'd be very hard to back off of that, and I would feel deeply. Insecure. I would on paper that sounds totally rational, yep. and it's absolutely what <laughs> I think I would suspect if I hadn't felt a connection with him. But yeah. on the other side of that, I was shocked to find mm-hmm. when I did my first three way with my last boyfriend, who I was deeply in love with. Right, how hot it was. Much yeah. I enjoyed it totally, and seeing him fuck other people, one other person, yeah, it was like. This is so hot. I, I think you're even hotter. Why? Like, oh, I surprised myself in that yeah. moment. So I've been on both sides of this. Place. Right, right, right. And like, it's it was also, oh uh, my God, I just, I guess I'm an open book forever. But uh, it was great because I love my friends so, so much. And they did the thing where I introduced a person and introduced him as my boyfriend. And like, there was a reaction of, what? Okay. Hey, by the way, pulling uh, my boyfriend aside. I don't think I'll name him yet. But um, pulling him aside and like, hey. We love him so much, so don't you dare hurt him. Like, a little bit of that. That's that's cute. Of course. And then flash forward two hours. (laughs) And, um, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm revealed. Wow. Diane Sawyer, eat your fucking heart out. Why are my... love my life. I need to have a talk show because I get this out of people. I do. I mean, I'm, you know... I love my life. (laughs) I do. All right. Well, this podcast is definitely not over because there are going to be a lot of stories I'm going to hear about oh, from geez. all of this. Um, yeah. So I think you know, we talked about not to – I want to keep this about you, but mm-hmm. I think this – you know, we talked about this on the break. Like 
now that my brain is even, I might just have to go back out in public mm. and just meet people the old-fashioned way because this Tinder stuff is just not happening. I, I might just have to go out. Yeah. You might have to take me out again, JJ. I'm not going to fuck okay. your friends. Okay, um, listen. That's fine. Um, and if they bite my nipple again, I will knock one that out. That one I barely knew, and he just... I apologize. He bit my nipple so hard it bled through my white shirt. I kind of... I, yeah. We were not sexual in any way. He just walked from across the bar and did it. I didn't anticipate it myself either. Like, if I knew to warn you about a nipple biter, I would have. But, like, I didn't know. <laughs> hey, this guy? This guy's a nipple I would, Now I know to warn people. Out. Like, now... Like, that was the lesson. So if I bring any new... Every friend group around, has one. And like, if... Hey, and if you can't name one, you're the nipple biter. You're the nipple biter. <laughs> <laughs> look to your left. Look to your right. right. <laughs> if, if it's not them, <laughs> wow. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it's. I like don't know what to say about it because it is such a 180 and so surprising to me. Yeah. Um, I don't know, y'all. Maybe I just need. I need to loosen up. Well, like. Not there, because that's too loose. But uh, I will say, like, I don't think I... Whenever I did Scruff and Grinder, probably for... Excuse me. For, like, the first two or three years of, like, living in New York City, I did have people that I met on those apps that stayed relevant in my life. Right now, I can tell you there's two people in my life that I first talked to on Scruff and then didn't meet up with and then incidentally met up with through my real-life group of friends right. who are still in my life. And everyone from Scruff that I met and thought was like, oh, this is a we friend I've made, yeah. they've kind of fallen to the wayside. And yeah. everyone that stuck around is someone that I met in flesh. So... And it might be me. Obviously, me. you're not fully monogamous. Are you, like, are you both still... Um, like meeting people separately? Uh, so we... Have you had the conversation? We've, yeah, we've okay. had conversations about what this is and we agree a relationship means like having, investing a little bit and trying to build and like obviously being completely honest about feelings. Like I've, like, you know, and we both were participants in that activity and they... Well, I assumed that you didn't just like, hey friends, throw them to the wolves. Let, let me, yes. <laughs> let me know, let me know if you like it too. I'll pick them up in an I'll hour. I'll pick them up in an hour. <laughs> I imagine you're like dropping them off like you would like a caravan. dog at like the like a da- doggy daycare. Yeah. <laughs> He's on a leash. Right. You just hand him over. No, but we You yeah. know guys do that. That'd be Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'd watch that porn. This is not fiction. Um but you know, no, like it's we had our first conversation about not both being present in an activity. Like mm. if it's one of us getting a, a you know, a fun or a bond with someone. Like we talk mm. about sex with other people as if it's not just you know, it's not just recreation. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's bonding. And it's how it's expressions of friendships, it's expressions of love. Like, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. sometimes it's ambiguous. Like, it's not conducive of, um, I don't know, of, of transparency to kind of like, kind of categorize it as a rigid thing, I right. think. Um, yeah, it's, so it's just real conversations. And we have had the moments of like, hey, can you bring up jealousy as soon as you feel it? And also we've learned oh. from friends. Like I've also picked the brains of a lot of my friends who have like longevity in their relationships and are open and stuff of like what, you know, what advice do you have or whatever. And my friend was adamant about like, I think it's from ethical slut, but like mm. name I jealousy. That. Yeah. It's like name jealousy. Like know that it's okay to like feel and then it's okay to label and trying to not be jealous is, like, the worst thing you can do in the face of jealousy. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, it's kind of already been a moment of, like, uh, like I couldn't see him for a little bit, and he was away for, like, a, a friend trip and stuff. And while he was gone, you know, like, yeah. can I, you know, hang out with a friend and hook up or whatever? Yeah. 
And yeah, like we named Chelsea and talked about where the boundary is this time, but maybe next time it'll be different. Like it was just like a, yeah, I don't know. This is exactly how I feel. And it was a very transparent thing. And of course it came, both of us have like this air of apology to our like boundaries, but we're both like, no, no, no. We're going to learn to stop apologizing for boundaries too. Yeah. Whereas I've been in situations where you have that communication and it's not honest. It's, It's aspirational. Or it's a version, it's, I'm telling you a version of this to make sure you won't say no. Because oh. I want to do what I want to do anyway. So it's manipulative. So it's manipulative. Yeah. Like, the, I will never forget the time in the hot tub at Fire Island where the ex invited someone on vacation with us that we had, the, the one person we had, had sex with and that I thought it was really hot when we had sex with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and surprise, he's on our vacation with us. And then I told him I was uncomfortable and he sat in that hot tub and looked me dead in the eyes and was like... I just thought it might be fun. Like, we don't have to do anything, this and that, this and that. And it turned out he was dating him all summer. And we <laughs> brought him along to have a side-by-side comparison of which one he liked better. <sighs> so uh, it's hard for me. I've got trauma. So it's hard for me, like, when that happens. And it's like, oh, let's just have a... It's like, are we having an open conversation? Yeah. Or are you spinning me a tail to make this okay for you? Because you're going to do whatever the fuck you want anyway. Right. Well, you know? yeah, I mean... Me I'm not sure. I mean, no, no one's no, suggesting no, no, that's course. your thing. But that's, like, of course, where my, of course, of course. my brain goes. Like, I... I, I it I makes doubts. sense to, of course, I, I would too if I had gone through that. Right. I am, you know, I also think about my trust as, whoa, I'm lucky enough to not feel like this. Nice. Yeah, like I kind of don't, I trust because nothing bad has happened good. to me. Good, good, good. But that leaves me a little vulnerable, maybe. Well, but that's good. I and so. uh, I'm very much looking forward to hearing more about this. Maybe after it you know, is solid and, and you feel, and not that it's not solid now, but right. you know, like after time passes and this and that, maybe we'll get them on the podcast. Maybe, yeah, That's I'm not saying not anything. It's like a never say never. Alrighty. Well, uh, we will be right back uh, after this break to find me a boyfriend. All right, well, you're going to have to take me back into the wild at some point, I think. We're going to have to go to a bar or something. And I'm, yeah, oh, my I'm God. What if we brought the pod into the wild? I don't know what that would look like. How, yeah, how would we, how, like, te- technologically, how would we do that? Uh, it'd probably be... It'd, be... it'd be an audio nightmare. It would be, but what a little what fun... What if we had, like, an audio crew, like a, a boom? A field trip, exactly. <laughs> like, like, what if we had a field trip podcast? A field trip. I think what we should do is we should go do it and mm-hmm. then make a segment, like, talking about our adventure. Yeah. That's what Okay, we okay, there we go. Uh, but I'll just like make little clips into my phone and be like, all right, so this is what's up. All right. Well, since you're so fucking good at it, you oh, find me a boyfriend. Come, well, listen, it wasn't on the phone. Um, let's try. Well, just, just go out into the wild, get a bunch of dudes, take them to your friends, have them all fuck them, mm-hmm. ra- ra- get a, get a, get like a rubric, like have them all check yes. out a card. I'll I mean, review the scores. Yeah. And send them my way. They sized them up and they say they like they put a stamp on their forehead of like yes to this one. Yes to this one. No to that one. Yes to this, this one. FDA approved. Yeah, absolutely. This FDA. Is great a meat. Friends <laughs> friends dick approved. Friend friend dick approved. Friend, 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 friend dick approved. FDA approved. Into it. Friend dick approved. Okay. This is great a meat. Let's find some FDA approved dick on OK Cupid. All right. So this is the one that I'm about to lose functionality because I stopped paying for it because it's not doing anything. We'll squeeze a lemon while we got a lemon. Squeeze a lemon while we got a lemon. Okay. So uh, let's go with liked me. Okay. So I'm doing a brief scroll. Yeah, find someone. Maybe him. Whoa, those two people look exactly the same side by side right there. Oh. Oh, this is interesting. Okay. This is something to talk about. What happened? 
Let me just make sure. Ooh, he's hot. All right. Yeah. I have a story. Oh, you know this one. Kind of. Oh. Spill. So this man is 1,000% my type. Mm -hmm. Bald and beard, which gay science says. Nice dick. Right. Because when the... (laughs) When, the, when your body stops producing hair, it, it continues producing, producing dick. dick. Right. We figured that out early. Gay yeah. science. Hashtag we, gay science. You know, we have PhDs in this. Uh, he has an incredibly furry chest, which is delicious. He's mm-hmm. muscular. Um, he has a great body, but not in a way that's like... Fuck you. Right. Because you know I, mean? I don't like those bodies. No. I don't like those, like, I've got 12 fucking abs. Because it's just like, oh, mm-hmm. this is a lot. This is a lot of work. He just has a solid... Good, muscular, athletic. Gray. Yeah, he looks like he could be like a... He's in the bear community. Like a he's lumberjack, like an actual lumberjack. This is lumberjack. I'm having pancakes with this dude. Exactly. Like he's right. actually... His body by chopping wood. Uh, I think he must be Greek based on the name. Yeah, definitely. That's my guess. That tracks. Uh, we'll call him Charlie. He is single New York monogamous. Top versatile, which I knew for reasons I'm about to explain. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 510. Here's the issue. Okay, I see it from upside down immediately. Pass me the phone. Let's see. Oh, no. God, red flag immediately. Uh First line of the bio. So here, before you even get to it, we have matched on Scruff. We've talked on Scruff. Was it on Scruff as well? he has this on his Scruff, Mm. which is why, as flirty as he's been, I've avoided him. See, I'm like, not to flag monogamy. No, that's not a flag for me. No, not for me either. Like, I think there's a place and a, a rationale for it even. But... Um, there may be a whisper of a, oh, if this is true, what else is true sometimes? Like maybe like there's a traditional value kind of Maybe, um, I don't know. On OKCupid. Not to generalize. Unless you are in a polyamorous relationship and you are looking for other people. To join a relationship? Typically, like almost everybody on there is. If you're not that, you've logged monogamous on this. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's kind of how it. It's kind of how I, how, I, how it's been interpreted by this app. It's like I am. It's almost like I am single looking for someone else, yeah. or yeah. I'm in a pod and I'm looking to expand the pod. Interesting. Okay. So okay. I, that's why it does. I understand what you're saying, but right. that's that doesn't read to me that way based on how I've seen. I haven't. I've barely come across anybody. So we sh- yeah. Who says poly if they're not already in oh. multiple relationships? Well, yeah. But back to this guy's right. red flag on the bio. Shall I read it? Do it. Let's do it. Okay. My self-summary. Masculine guy who's attracted to masculine guys. So. It's 2022. It's 2022. He would look complicated because you can't. You like what you like. Mm -hmm. But there's a. There's a difference between. Being open and making judgments, and if that's the judgment you consistently make and you end up dating people of that type every single time, yeah, great. Right. There's a difference between that and I'm putting this as a sign on the door saying, don't waste my fucking time. Don't come to me. I don't want this. Right. There's a distinction. When it's something that society has made people feel shame or is racially you know or is, is discriminatory because right. there's a difference but there's a difference between i'm a not like not it, it's whether it's a choice or mm-hmm. not whether mm-hmm. the attribute you're talking about is a choice or not i think is the line because it's perfectly acceptable to say non-smokers only sure that is perfectly acceptable because that is a lifestyle choice right. that someone has made it is perfectly acceptable to say monogamous only yeah you're saying you're just not you're just not interested in a polyamorous. those are fine yeah but when you say things like no femmes 
It's to me, mm-hmm. and I know it's different, but it lives in the same space as no insert race here. Yeah. It feels the same. It's yeah. It's a, you're saying you're saying I will not accept somebody right. of a character trait that they cannot control. That they I mean they couldn't control, but like it's people, expressive. It's, it's so expressive. It's, it's their it's their authentic self, and it's something that specifically we're really having a moment right now of checking self act like right. Listen, and let me let me let me say this in a way to try like because this is, this is a dangerous thing for me to mm-hmm. say. I do not think, right. but I am open to it. I yeah. do not think I would date a trans man. Okay. Maybe if they had bottoms, because I, I want a dick. Okay. I do. Yeah. I'm sorry. I do. I'm open to- be- sex with a partner is pivotal for some people. It's pivotal people. for some people. And I'm one of those people. However, I did watch a pornography where Austin Wolf pounded the fuck out of a trans man's pussy. I was deeply, deeply aroused by it. Right. But um, anyway- I say that as something that is within myself that I know is something that I want. Mm-hmm. But I also know to not put fucking only looking for cis people right. in my fucking profile to make trans people feel like I'm judging them and feeling bad because they're historically persecuted and we're having a real moment. Which, yeah. You know, it's sad that t- today is the day we're having a moment about it. But we are. Like, I know better than to put something in my profile that's going to make someone feel bad. Right. For something that is them being themselves. Right. So for me, it's body type, um, gender, masculinity, mm-hmm. and race are mm. the things that come off the top of my head that I would, whatever opinions I got on them that society baked into me or that I'm dealing with, right. they are mine inside my head. They are not things to post on an advertisement. Gotcha. That's where I draw the line. I think that all tracks. But here's, oh, and then. Speaking for myself as a person who, like, has gone on the journey where mask for mask used to make sense, like, 10 years ago or whatever. Like, you know, it used to, you know, I understood that mentality as well. Like, it's just communicating, a you know, preference back in the day. And now I've come around and been like, oh, mm-hmm. I see why this is, a, you know, there's a rigidity to it that is isolating and actually, you know, offensive. Right. Um, I... I'm not trying to like play devil's advocate for him, but I just wonder like it's like it's an education thing too. Yeah. Like I feel like you just need to learn some stuff. But if you're in New York and it's 2022, like why haven't you figured that out yet? And okay, the other statement on the fact is like it doesn't hurt like if I see someone with no Asians or whatever in a profile, I don't feel like I mean they're, you know, maybe catch me on a bad day. I'm like, man, just rejections left and right and here's another space that i'm not going to fit into like there are times where that's where my brain is for Mm -hmm. sure but generally right now maybe it's because i have a lot of security in facets of life but i see that masculine for masculine thing i'm like okay thanks for giving me the red flag early like thanks you know yeah hmm but you know have i traditionally dated men who are masculine yeah sure do i do I, there's just, there's just a, di- like, to me, this is, and, and then his next line about, well, he has another line about passionate, sensual sex is my kind of sex. Assertive communicator, no matter the circumstances. I'm sorry. This means to me, hey, many people have told me in the past that I'm a dick. Mm-hmm. I just consider myself an assertive communicator. Assertive communicator. I feel like this person's a dick. That's code for fail, fails to compromise. 
fails to consider how what I, it is more important for me to say what I want to say than for how you feel about it. Yeah, not compromising on on you know yeah. their own personal whatever. I'm a rock boats. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a I'm a shake foundations. I'm gonna. <sighs> I'm exhausted. Okay, Cupid next. But I want to have sex with him soon. No, he's hot. I like. Wow. <laughs> and that's gay culture. Yeah, <laughs> I hate us. Yeah, I'm not gonna date him. Damn it. Okay. Well. All right. On to the next one. On to the next. On to the next. All right. So there was the guy right next to him that looked similar. Maybe he'll, he'll. <gasps> oh, we got so much stuff to talk about. I know. Well, I, I, my brain is still trying to unpack the whole like. Whenever you do have like those societally put on kind of a boundaries to your sexual capability of who you're able to be attracted to, because I feel like OK Cupid knows I just canceled because they're surfacing. Far more interesting people for me suddenly. Far more interesting people. And by interesting, I mean people who are attracted to me. Oh, cool. Um, oh, man. Wow. Well, that, that's so look who, look who liked me recently. Do I know this one? This is the, he's not mine, but the therapist that I was seeing, he's the one who it turns out to be a family member of um, a neighbor. Of a neighbor. Yeah. This is him. Wait, he was your therapist or you're no, seeing no, no, him on no, a date? No. I was going to say, therapist. that's like crossing He's the mind. one whom has, we had really great sexual energy. I know he likes me. I know he wants to date me. He's in Vermont this weekend. I tried to hook him up for, look him up for sex. He's the one who's porn star. They, a couple, they're broken up now, but the couple friends that are porn stars are constantly fighting and he's like their, their de facto therapist trying to like help them like walk through stuff. Damn. Anyway, I find him deeply attractive. Our sex is incredible. He's gorgeous. Okay. It's the apartment. <gasps> Tell me. He lives in a... Shoebox? Crack den. Oh, wait. You did talk about this. It's hard. It, I, just, I really wish, but like going to his place is like, I fear for my life. Seeing his face and seeing his profile, this doesn't like it click in my head. It smells... How I have he, to hold my breath when I walk in the door. It? Well, his apartment... Once you cross the threshold of his apartment, mm-hmm. it's great. And I get this is his first. I think he just moved here and he's and not gonna just stay like long. grabbed an apartment and like he's like you know it's fine. I'm like I want to throw up when I walk in this place. Wow. I now, mean it, again from the moment yeah. he opens his door, he keeps a nice space. It's he's very he's a boy. Sure. The woods don't match. You know. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? yeah. 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 Like we got a walnut here. We got a chair here. Right. 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 You know the woods okay. don't match. Sure. That's the name of this episode. That's cute. The was uh, you know it's very boy. We've got we've got a single. As the bed, it's in, it's against the wall in the corner, like mm-hmm. a like a dorm. Is it a lot of IKEA? No Probably. shade of IKEA either, but it's just like whenever it, whenever you think like you first just apartment, just moved to the city and got a first apartment. Yeah, yeah, right. totally. But it it is clean. Mm-hmm. It smells nice. Good. It is set up in a way that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It is a studio. Mm. But the but building is a nightmare. The building is a nightmare. But also, like, I just kind of feel like I need a guy who's like I don't know, got a duvet. Like I, I'm. I need a man with a duvet. Okay. I need a man who like hangs his pots and pans from from a from a rack. Mm-hmm. I need a man who like, um, you know, has an entertainment cabinet. Like it, it's it's not it's not about mo- it's not about how much you spend on it. It's not about anything like that. It's not money thing. It's a, it's a, I I have you know, I have established my space. It, it says something about where you are in your life. I think, and it's no judgment to people who aren't at that point. But for me, like. I consider myself getting in a long-term relationship with someone who's a bit settled. Mm. And to me, if your space isn't together, 
I'm a bit messy. I'm not saying keep it clean. Sorry. Like I throw shit all over the place sometimes. But like there's something about like I have settled in my space that says you're at a certain point in your life and I feel like that is the point that is I want to meet someone at that point in their yeah, life. Yeah, I could kind That's of make the connection to, to thinking like if your space isn't all the way put together to be It's also hard for me to date someone these days who has roommates. Sure. I don't want to go hang out with the like what am I am I back in co- I'm forty. Like I'm nearly forty. I'm like am I back in college? Like oh. I'm gonna go sleep in your little bedroom and go like make small talk with your your roommate in the kitchen while we make like God, Especially if they're not ten years ago for me, maybe. I think, it, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Like, I've got a roommate, and we're like good friends, and I think right. it makes like the, like. But you are in your mid twenties. You are exactly doing exactly what you should be doing. Yeah, right where you are. Well, uh, in New York, it's a little excusable because it's so fucking expensive. Right. I can date a forty-year-old man who's got a roommate. Absolutely. But this, it's. It is a little like... I remember my first time... Like, you just... You gotta come here. <laughs> I hooked up with a guy that was 52 whenever I first got to the city at 20, mm. and he had a roommate, and it blew my mind a little bit, just because mm. my concepts were still based right. in North Carolina and right. in, in Augusta, Georgia. But it, like, obviously, staying here for another minute, I realized, like, oh, no, 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 this is actually fully functional and fully normal, and, like... Yeah. I, can't, I kind of, you know... The roommate thing's a bit iffy, also because the roommate's never like But he's me. so hot. His dick is listen i'm a professional okay again i don't charge but i'm a prof- i'm a professional who gives it away for free nice i gotta like psych myself up for this one <gasps> it is it rips me in fucking half oh my god it is a it is probably probably the best stick i've ever had in my entire life what's the movie where like it's like got a commentary on. Um... He was the one who was really upset about who won Mr. Eagle. Oh wow! Because of like the effort put in. Uh-huh. Interesting. He's got hot takes. He's the one who wore the newsies cap. You were like, he has an interesting style choice. Oh man. Okay. He's a bit of a weirdo, but I, he's a bit of a weirdo freak, and I like a weirdo freak. Yeah, especially if he like wears it well. Like if he's like, hey, yeah, I don't I know, this is the thing. Well. <laughs> I'm still fascinated. Like, there's, I'm maybe I'm a root for the underdog kind of thing, but I'm rooting for the underdog. Maybe we'll have to go out again. I just felt bad about continuing to like, because then we sort of transitioned back into having sex. I felt guilty like continuing to go on dates with him if I felt if I was feeling like I don't know if this can be a long term thing because I don't want I don't want to lead anybody on. Mm-hmm. See, so this happened once. I actually had a. We were kind of dating. This was early New York, too. We were kind of dating, but early on, he he was older. He was like 34, and I was probably like 21 or 2. And he's like, listen, if you were 10 years older, if I was 10 years younger, I would have wiped you up already. Like, it was like a... We were having a great time, good chemistry, but he recognized that we're at different places and, you know, kind of what we're talking about. Um, And he went on... We got to the point where we were still hooking up and hanging out and then hooking up and hanging out and dating other people and telling each other about it, like, as friends. Mm -hmm. And he told me about this date he went on that went so well. Oh my gosh, the chemistry was great. It was so much fun. But he's like kind of like flirty on Instagram. His posts are kind of sexy, and I'm not. I'm afraid that I could be super jealous or like it's like I don't know if I'm competing with something there. Like I don't know. And I was like, yo, that's like a fake thing. The internet's not even. You know, sometimes that's not a representation of the real fun you can have in life with a person or whatever. And I pushed him in that direction. And I think, I don't know if they're still together because I haven't really kept, like, we ended up kind of drifting. But, like, uh, they dated for at least two years, I can say. Like, he kind of takes breaks from social media and I don't see stuff. But for two years, they, like, figured out, like, oh, no, 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 we're, like, awesome, you know? Oh, So sometimes it's a nudge in the direction that you don't suspect immediately. He's a very sweet man. Mm. 
All right, maybe I'll give him another chance. He's mm-hmm. in Vermont right now, so because I te- I literally texted him this morning because yeah. he used to he was one that used to come over and we would have sex before we got here yeah. with the podcast. Tell and him then to grab I'd, some maple syrup while he's up there. Well, then I'd have to, I'd, I'd have to, I would do a very poor job of cleaning up my used sex toys. JJ would like go into the bathroom into the sink. There'd be like a dildo in the sink. <laughs> That's happened a couple times. No, uh, and mean, it was usually from him. Because I not because we used it together, but because I had to warm up before we got here because he's yeah. so fucking big. <sighs> All right, we'll talk about this with our guest right after this break. <laughs> Today's guest is the co-founder of Gray Jones Media. He has a background that has encompassed TV presenting, magazine editing, and theater production. In 2012, he began working on a project that would see Bear World Magazine launch its first issue in September that same year. Look out for Bear World Magazine's big 10th birthday celebration weekend later this year. Um, Our guest went on to grow bearworldmag.com into the leading lifestyle bear title in the world, which has featured me a couple times, which is how we've met. Uh, Joined by Robin Gray, uh, our guest has grown the business into one that authentically celebrates diversity throughout the LGBTQ community. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Richard Jones. Hello, Richard. Hello. Thank you very much. Thank you for that intro. <laughs> so I actually got to uh, meet you in person. Usually the, the the media people I meet, it's always, you know, Instagram and, and emails. But uh, you were at a Stonewall show. That is right. We You, you were performing. I'd come to see uh, my friend um, Bryce. And we got to chat. And it was great because it was really lovely to meet somebody new especially after this crazy couple of years of not going out, Uh, you know, so to, you know, putting, you know, getting yourself out there and then having, meeting some nice people was really lovely. So yeah, it was great. Yeah. And I've, I've always, we talked about this. I don't identify, I don't think I'm, I'm not quite a bear. I'm more of a wolf. I thought you were going to say that you don't identify as nice. (laughs) No, I don't. I don't. I don't identify as nice. I really don't. Right. (laughs) No. No. Well, you can be what you want. I mean, I think the, the great thing with the bear community is that you can be anybody. And I think the bears, I always say the bears let you come and play in our gang, whatever you look like, however you identify. And I think that's what sets the bear community apart is that, yeah, I mean, kind of the iconic look is kind of big and furry and beardy, but I've been to bear events where you've got like 19-year-old chasers up mm. to like 99-year-old daddy bears and everyone gets on. And I And that's what I love about it so much. Oh, I'm definitely a Goldilocks. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here for it. But uh, um, I – it's the reason – and we talked about it on the podcast before. It's the reason last summer when I wanted to take a trip to P-Town, I specific – and I was going alone. I specifically chose Bear Week because I was like, that's a place where I'm going to go to tea and I'm going to make some friends. Yeah. No one's going to, like, look at me and be like, ooh, someone didn't work on there. Or, like, just be shitty. Yeah. There's a lot of shittiness the other weeks. That week I knew everyone was going to be nice and that's exactly what happened. I made a lot of friends. Yeah, I feel like the Bear – can community early on set this precedent of come as you are kind of and uh i don't know i'm like that's like part of the culture that lasts through and it always just makes bear events really really fun to go to right yeah definitely yeah i mean i think it's what i think it's what drew me to it at the very beginning is that i never really felt like i belonged i was never really skinny i was never really big I i never belonged to anything but the bear community you know I grew a beard and uh i i was in you know it that that's for me anyway and i've never felt happier than when I found uh, kind of the bear community and felt that I belonged to it. So it's been great. It's been great for me as personally, as well as kind of like the business and everything too. 
Well, I'm looking forward to getting even further into the community because uh, Richard Bryce, aforementioned Bryce Quartz, who is the filthiest rapper I've ever met. Like Ooh. he performed the other night and I was like, Bryce, I'm sorry I'm laughing. Mm. You, It's not at you. I'm literally just shocked every time you open your mouth. Yes. And I'm sorry. It's, he, he does not hold back. <laughs> it's Trina lyrics with an Eminem delivery. Ooh, put that microphone where the sun don't shine. Right. He's doing a feature on a song we're doing. It's great. But so I was going to say, Richard, Bryce, and I are collaborating on a new monthly party at Rock Bar called Bait. Hell yeah. Um, where we're going to celebrate uh, sex music for the bear community. Is it B8 or B-A-T-E? Yeah, it's spelled B-A-I-T because some of us are bears but some of us are bear bait mm, but yeah. i think people you know will put you know mm -hmm. dip me in honey down. and push me in the eagle <laughs> no excuse me it's gonna be rock bar well so, then you know what that sounds that sounds like well slap my ass and call me sure well, <laughs> yeah. well dip well, me in honey. honey and throw me in the eagle <laughs> <laughs> oh max wants that too um okay so you have joined us today richard we're going to play deal breakers mm. so i believe you are married I am indeed. Yeah, I'm married to the yeah. wonderful John <laughs> so, Hernandez. But so, so we are going to have that's to. That's okay. We're going to have to suspend. We're going to have to pretend as if you're out in these streets and you're you're um, being introduced to new suitors, uh, right. new potential relationships, and we're going to give you some quirks and some qualities, and mm -hmm. to just give us some insight into you, into things that uh, are fine and things that um, things that are deal breakers. Mm -hmm. Do you want to start us off, JJ, with the deal breaker? Um, yes, I'm getting, uh, my brain is still working, but, uh... Well, I've got a good easy first one. Oh, start us off. Kick it off. Kick it off. Richard, what if the person's not a bear? Ooh, that is a good question. Um, well, I mean, I have to say I've dated in my time all kinds of guys, um, that, that were not bears, but I, I like a good face. It's the face that draws me in normally, mm. a twinkle in the mm. eye, a nice smile, um... And I just happened to have been around a lot of bears over the last kind of 10, 15 years. And I ended up with a wonderful, handsome one. So, so yeah. But, but you know, I'm not against non-bears, put it that way. All right. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Love it. See, the bear communities, they accept all. Yeah. They do. Exactly. Yeah. Packages in the rear. Um, <laughs> what do you got, JJ? Do you have one? Okay, so this this guy, let's say that he does have a nice twinkle in his eye. His, his face is checking all the right boxes. He's a cutie. Uh, and you know, stuff gets hot and heavy. You make it to the bedroom, the shirt comes off and he's got a full back tattoo that looks like a stick and poke of Winnie the Pooh off brand. <laughs> um, that, well, that's an interesting one. I mean, you, you really dug the depths to create that one. Um, yeah. I, think, I think if I'm, if I'm at that point where the clothes are coming off, I'm probably just going to carry on. I don't think it'd stop me. Yeah, I think that tracks. I don't think much can, I don't know. I agree. If sex is going to happen, it's hard to derail with just like something like a tattoo. And there'd have to be, I don't know, like, could a tattoo ever be a deal breaker? Like a really bad tattoo? I think, yeah, I think maybe uh, right wing insignia would probably make me put my clothes back on and get out. That's Yep. Yep. No, no uh, rebel flags. No, none no of that. Swastikas, no swastikas. No Confederate flags. Um, yeah. So we had, what about this one? Because we had this one from a previous episode. What if he has, um, on his nutsack, it says, these have always brought me luck. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, look, I like it. I like to laugh. I mean, I think if you can't have fun in the bedroom, I mean, you know, it doesn't have to be all serious. I think you have to have a, a fun time. And sometimes that's a giggle and a joke. And, and What if he's a huge Lord of the Rings fan and around his asshole, it says, one ring to rule them all. Ah. Uh. <laughs> 
I think that drew me in. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Gracious. Draw your right in. <laughs> Mike, that's only my friend. <laughs> you got to say that whenever you put a finger in him. Anyway. <laughs> Terrible. Um, so what about, how about body modifications? What if there was like a bunch of piercings and Prince Albert and like uh, up the scrotum ladder? I think visually it's all fine. I think my, I, I just, I do get frightened by Prince Albert's because I always think what's going to happen. Is it going to injure something? Is it going to tear something? But visually it, it wouldn't put me off. Yeah. Well, do you want me to answer that question for you? Yeah. I would go around. So oh, my ex all had answered. Prince Albert. Okay. The most recent. And it was more of an issue for oral oh. than it was for anal. Like, you really couldn't tell. I thought you were going to say, like, you still, to this day, set off metal detectors. Like, it's in there somewhere. <laughs> I'm more machine than man. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I can imagine. Right. So, for anal, you don't really notice it. Cause really? Because it's, it's the ring itself is, he had, like, a, it was, like, a With a ring. Oh, it was, it was a, ring. Like a ring at the end of it. What if it was those barbs? Like, not barbs, I think that'd but even like, be less. the balls. Like, like, you just kind of feel it like it's like a little, little slightly ribbed for your pleasure. I did. But they're, they're, so, they're like rounded yeah. and smooth. So whatever. Okay. This... But, but they would clang my teeth. I was always afraid when, like, when I was sucking him off and he would be very aggressive with it. I was always afraid like, uh, I'm going to break a tooth. Oh no. So for me, it was more an issue with oral than it was with anal. Interesting. How do those guys with like the full modification down there do it then? How do you get through oral if your scrotum's all, you know, looking like the Eiffel Tower? <laughs> I love that as a descriptor. Girls, uh, <laughs> I, this guy I just met, he is a scrotum like the Eiffel Tower, baby. <laughs> That love it. About, yeah, it's uh, romantic. Anyway. You know, I'm just realizing we used a deal breaker in our last segment on Virtue Signal with Brittany mm -hmm. on our last guest. Uh, I jumped the list and I gave her a deal breaker instead of a Virtue Signal. So let me repeat one yeah. from Brittany. What if he infantilizes his body parts, mm. meaning that he refers to his dick as a as a wee-wee and he refers to a hole as a pooper? Ooh. You're asking me that question? Yeah. 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 The so guy refers to his body parts in their, like, you know, the infantile jargon. Richard, you're in the hot seat. Yeah. I mean, that reminds me of an episode of Sex in the City uh, where I think a guy did that. And I, I remember cringing watching it going, no, 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 no. No, I think that I like my men to be men. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, so, yeah, that's a deal breaker. Right. right. And it's sort of like we were, okay, not to circle back entirely, but we were getting into how semantics plays into people's sexual psychology a little right, bit. Right, and there's right. like a population of people that use like the scientific terms and get super clinical in the bedroom of like, you know, masturbate penis. that penis or like whatever. How about like, does that, do you know what we're talking about when we, we say that? Like guys who are like masturbate that penis, you know? Um, I think, I, I mean, I, it's a good, that's a really good question. Uh, I I have never experienced that, but I th I really? think if at least you're using the correct terms. I mean, I think depends how you're doing it. I think you you know words, how you say things. I guess um, I don't remember ever having faced faced that. So yeah, I I faced that. I need to ask the question because I faced that recently. But the more the bigger one that I faced re very recently was like calling my asshole a pussy. Okay, and that takes me a little out of it because really? for, and we had a good conversation about it because i said i don't like to be and it's no like no judgment no misogyny but like i just i don't feel sexy if i'm being feminized okay like i want it to be an ass i want it to be a dick like like when, when you, i think like oh i'm it makes me think like oh i have to be a lady for you like and I, that's not what i want to that's not where my sex brain lives yeah and he was like well that's that's interesting we had a, we had a really nice conversation about it he was like because that's not what it is for me at all for me it's like it's 
your 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 whole becomes sexualized because it, like it becomes a pussy and now it's sexual yeah. it's not sexual until it for him right until it be, and so that for me it's like oh i'm turning it into a, a, a an organ for sex where it is not gotcha. normally an organ for he's sex. escaping the other uses right. of an asshole and by i'm like renaming that's it. interesting i thought that was fascinating it's not for me but i thought it was fascinating yeah that is fascinating um <laughs> <laughs> How do you segue into this, Richard? Richard, do you have a pussy? No. Um, um, uh, what if I he, what would if ever you, call it that? Yeah. No. What if he told you? Um, what if the person you're dating said, like, he just, he just, he finds you deeply physically attractive. He just, he's just so fucking into you physically, and he said, and he finally reveals. He says, "God, you look just like my hot uncle." Uh, that's fine. Yeah, that's okay. I was, <laughs> I was dreading what you were gonna say, and that that feels safer than where my mind was going before you said it. So yeah, that's fine by me. <laughs> you know, hey, yeah, hot uncles. No, I'm not about yeah, that. Either, you know, honestly. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. How how close how how close in the in the legal inheritance tree? Oh my god! Do you, are, uh, like, does it? Is there a point where it's too close to home? Is it like, oh my god, you look just like my dad? Like, is that? Mm-hmm. I, nope. <laughs> You're like, Mm-mm. I mean, if if I haven't met these people, it might be it's probably fine. If I've met them, and maybe it's it maybe it. Oh, that's funny. What? So what? Okay, so so new scenario. Okay, he hasn't said anything, but we're at the stage now where you where you meet his parents and his dad walks in and he's a fucking duplicate. That's what. I, okay, but I was almost gonna get there early anyway because. Doesn't that happen on accident to straight people and gay people across the board all the time? They marry someone who's their parent, essentially. But I think that's personality, not looks. Oh, but sometimes. Maybe. I don't know. What is that? What, what would you do in that scenario? If I walked in and the boy... You're meeting his parents for the first time and his dad is like looking into a fucking mirror. That's going to be weird. I mean, that's going to be weird. Uh, yeah. That's... Is it less weird if his mom looks just like you? <laughs> I could probably deal with that easier, yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. It's fun. It's, a... I mean, it's isn't it crazy? Because you you see people on the street all the time, and you think, oh, they look like somebody, or they look like a friend, or look like a, a family member. And you're like, you know, you're thousands of miles away, and there's no way there's a connection. But uh, people resemble each other, I think, in all kinds of ways. So it's not right. probably unheard of. Um, I. That would be a funny sitcom moment, though. Like, like uh, the late Louis Anderson when he played the mom. Mm-hmm. Like, it'd be funny. In baskets. Yes, but something, something like that where it's like the the actor who plays the boyfriend also plays the mom. Okay. Like you, they walk in. There's and something there. There's, for sure. there's something funny about that. I could use that as a sitcom. That'd be funny. I, yeah, I don't know. I recent, I, I've always thought like if anything in my mind turns to like a family member, then I can't like perform. But I did just recently have a hookup with someone whose name was a family member's name and it didn't ruin things like I kind of thought it would. Like they were hot enough to distract me from the fact that Yeah, name... my brother's name is Jordan and occasionally when I swipe a Jordan on Tinder, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. Yeah, isn't it funny that it's that simple sometimes? Like yeah. it's just like something they didn't choose at all, but be- it's like... Because you're going to say that name during sex at some point. I know. I know. And my brain is going to think of my family. Mm-hmm. Do you have a last deal breaker for us? Jake? Well, I, I, um, before you before you move on, I just want to say, like, my yeah. husband's name is John, and that's what my father's name is. So maybe uh-huh. there's something there. And when we when you're talking about changing surnames as a gay couple, and you think, well, should we take each other's name? I'm like, you're not taking my surname. You can't oh be. You could be John. <laughs> you could be John, but you can't be John Jones, which is my father's name. So no, no. John no. Jones Jr. Oh my I know. God. Now I'm now I'm freaked. But yeah, so that's fun. 
Interesting. Do you have Do you have a last deal breaker for us? Um, man, I don't know. I got distracted by all the family talk. All right. Ugh. So, so what about this last one? Because I ran into this recently. Okay. All of his close friends, all of them, are deeply in love with him and want to fuck him. Isn't that everybody? Isn't that every gay boy? No. I know of this phenomenon entirely. No, none of my friends want to fuck me. No, no, and I don't, and I don't, I don't befriend. Well, no, it's because you compartmentalize. Have, like you'd be. Well, able... I compartmentalize. I heavily compartmentalize, right. and I make it. Cl- see, see, here's the difference. Here's the difference. Yeah, I make it clear with the people around me that, like, hi, right, thank you, I appreciate it. I'd rather I value our friendship, and I don't want to fuck it up with right. your thing. You've got and lanes. like there's a uh, there's a there's a wall. Maybe there's a light flirtation here and there. No, this is someone who has set no boundaries because they enjoy that kind of attention. So all of their friends really like it, and he likes that energy, and he's not sleeping with any of them, but he lets it persist. So mm-hmm. all of his friends have this open question mark of maybe one day. Mm. Can you date someone like that? I think if you get the once you get the whiff of there's a crowd around that are into them, I think it's going to be tough. You're always going to come up against problems, aren't you? You know, you're you're going to be hated by that friend circle. Exactly. Um, so yeah. So yeah, you got to walk away from that. There was there's a guy, and we'll talk about because he's coming up in a future segment about p- me picking a fight. But there's a guy who um, was like that, and I, I I finally picked it up because one of his friends came to a thing that we were all at. And I hugged just normally, like to say either hi or goodbye. The friend, the the person I know, and his friend looked at me like, "How dare you touch my person?" And you know for sure that's what they were thinking. Oh, ew! It was and wouldn't talk to me and Bitch. was like, "I don't want to. I don't want to know you." Like, like. And then anytime he had a moment with a friend, he was like hanging all over him physically, and it was just like, ugh, ugh. I don't want anywhere near any yeah. of this. Yeah, I'm not in a competition. No. Anyway. Um, so, Richard, thank you so much for joining us. I look forward to uh, doing this new party venture with you. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, where can people find you and Bear World on the interwebs? Uh, BearWorldMag.com for the website, and all the uh, socials is BearWorldMag. Uh, and if you want to get me, I am Richard Jones on Instagram. Um, come and find me. Yeah, you can pretty much, that's pretty much it. Uh, Grey Jones Media is our corporate site if you want to find more about our other magazines and our other projects. Um, and yeah, that's it, really. It, it's uh, Bevel Mag is the key one, and you'll find everything pretty much bouncing off that. Yeah, I can't wait to bait. I can't wait to bait. <laughs> that, that might be the name of this episode. Uh, well, thank you very much for joining us, Richard. And we're going to be right back after this break to either leave you with love and light or pick a fight. Thanks, guys. You take care. Okay, today I think I'm gonna pick a fight. All right, let's do. You're, you're so happy in this new relationship, but you still have such such anger with you. I know what an angsty boy. Angsty boy. Um, <laughs> this is just a well. No, I all it is is that I've clocked a behavior that I can um change <laughs> for myself, mm-hmm. and it's it's a small one. It's just that I found out that whenever I'm sleepy, and I smoke, that is like the recipe for some paranoia, like pretty immediately for some mm. reason. I'm sure it's just like, you know, a mixture of like, and also I don't like indica because it makes my body tired or it makes my body kind of like, oh, today's, and anytime that I feel like I can't control my body enough because of exhaustion, then I get upset with it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And my brain okay. works even harder I'm and I get anxious. You. And anyway, I got paranoid recently because, okay, so I've got new day jobs, busy, boyfriend, busy, 
I haven't seen my friends in a while. We get it, JJ. You have a boyfriend. Uh, you know. But Jesus um Christ. No, I'm just saying it, it applies to the story because I hadn't seen my friends in a while and mm. I went to the Phoenix on a Thursday like I do. And my friend was like, Hey, thanks for coming. And I was like, What? No, this is my thing. I'm here. Like, what do you mean? Thanks for coming. And it was like, you just, you know, you've missed a couple of weeks and stuff. I'm like, happy to see you. I'm like, but this is, I'm like a part of that. Like, what do you mean? And I was, I was a little stoned and tired and I took it in the direction of my friends are mad at me because I totally am like, you know, neglecting friendships and stuff or whatever. Uh-huh. My brain ran with it. Oh boy. And I was like, whoa, he said, thanks for coming. Like, was that shady? Why was that? Like, I fully had a moment that wasn't real. Like... He was earnestly just being like, I'm happy to see you, babe. And then I was like, what do you mean? Like, I didn't take it right for some reason. <laughs> Thank you for coming. How, what do you mean by that? Yes, <laughs> that's what it was, kind of. I was like, what do you mean, babe? Like, I'm, this is my... Thank you for coming is what we say to, like, people that aren't with us every week. Right. Like, right. that's what you say to, like, the newbie or the guest or whatever that you're happy to, like, actually came and chilled. Right. But I'm always down to hang, so why do you got to thank me for doing my thing? Well, because somewhere deep inside you, yeah. you clocked that you weren't hanging out as much. Yeah. And he didn't mean anything by it, but he tapped a worry in you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I absolutely know that I'm spending so much time at this job, and it's consuming so much of my energy that my days off are resting. Mm. And so I don't have, like, my, it's a 180 from, like, you know, the friend. My social lifestyle has changed in 180 as much as my career lifestyle has. And everything yeah. is just different right now than it was a month ago. And it's jarring. And I think that spooked me. Mm. And I was stoned. So I'm going to leave love and light to my new in-home recording studio. (gasps) Fuck yeah. Oh my God. I used to record at a professional studio and I've just read so much about how like these artists that are like big now, like they just do shit from home. Right. Bedroom, SoundCloud stuff. And I'm like, no, but like top 40 people. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's like Billie Eilish, Ocean Eyes was a SoundCloud track that just blew up. Right. Yeah. But like people who record their whole albums and stuff. And I'm like- Okay, I don't need to pay tons of money. Mm-hmm. I don't need to wait four weeks for when Ricky's free because he's busy with his own stuff to yeah. do it. I was like, I need to set it up here because mm-hmm. I have so many musical ideas. I write so much. I just, I need to invest in it and do it here. Mm-hmm. So the money that it would cost me to do a full day of recording in the studio, yeah. I can buy a very nice microphone. Nice. So I bought a very nice microphone. I gutted my closet and I'm going to buy some more things just to make it look a little more professional because right now it's just really just covered in blankets. But um, yeah, um, make it, it works. I And I've recorded a song on it already. I have more songs to record. I have a whole list of them. Um, it's got that nice clean air. Like it's not yeah. Oh, good deal. It's great. Amazing. It is so great. It is easy. I'm like, because also the thing that I didn't realize is when I record in a studio. You should do a voiceover reel too. Anyway. I should. There are people, um, so the, the the engineer, Violet, who I love, um, she's like recording. I'm in the booth. And what I do is I just do like, I do like 50 takes of everything. I do all the parts I can think of. And then I go home and I sort through, because it's a safe time. I don't want to comp while I'm there. Mm-hmm. I'll do it at home. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like, you know, I have to go back and be like, you know, I didn't like any of the takes of this. Or I, you know, I want something different here or this and that. And I can literally just do it. Here, mm. I go record three mm. things. I then take it off. I, you know, I walk away. I listen to the three things. Like, oh, I like that. I like that. Oh, that needs a different. And okay, none of this. Let me go back in. Plug it back in. Go back to it. Yeah. Add a harmony. Oh, I don't like that harmony. Do a different harmony. Whoa. And I can just like get in the zone and I bang out a song in like like all the recording in like an hour. Wow. 
because I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I've got the setup. It sounds professional. It's great. Yeah. So love and light to my new home studio. Uh, you will never see me again. I'm just going to be in that closet singing all day. Oh, you went my... back in the closet. I'm... Yeah. Back in the closet. <laughs> that's, in song... that's the first song I recorded. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you'd enjoy going back in the closet with us this week, make sure you uh, subscribe to us. I'm sure you already have if you're at this point in the episode. Please drop us a like, a comment, uh, anything that helps engage so that increased engagement gets us in other people's feeds and we can grow and more die and die alone with more people mm-hmm. um you can also interact with us on instagram at, at dying alone podcast i am at jack tracy official and i'm at jj bozeman dying alone together is brought to you by necessary outlet you can find more from necessary outlet at www.necessaryoutlet.com or on the necessary outlet youtube page do not forget to like and subscribe <laughs>